It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Cute to talk. All right, it's a Monday show. <laughs> it's Dennis and uh, and Brady. Uh, it's going to be feisty, and I'm just going to let uh, Brady go off in the first segment and get it out of his system yes, so because... that we can get on with the week. So if you listen to Friday's show, talked about how... Well, there was there was a team there was a game that I was really hoping for one result in and we didn't get a result because the game was suspended and I think it is very um while technically they were within their right to do what they did it's BS and it's soft and I don't like it it made me mad when I heard the news Friday it makes me mad now and I don't like it, and I'm going to let everyone know I don't like it. Okay. Well, that's your right as an American, well, and, and because and we do a podcast, you can do and, that and on our podcast. lost in all that, lost in all that is one of the coolest things that we'll see covering high school sports. <laughs> I, I don't want that to get overshadowed. No, I, I, I know, but I don't know. Is, is that really like, because my reaction is I, I like to see dunks. Yes. But... We'll, we'll we'll explain when we come back. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll I, get into that that because um, then my reaction is ah oh, delay. Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> it, it can be both. You can have both reactions. All right. Anyways, we'll get into that in just a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your sports. 
schools, your sports. All right, welcome uh, back, Dennis and Brady. I'm going to assume we're starting with boys basketball yes, from right. Friday. All right. Quick disclaimer. A lot of good boys basketball, a lot of other stuff to talk to, and I promise we will get to it. But this was hot on the mind, and this is something that I feel like we have to lead with. So, for context, if you're not sure what we're talking about, St. Clair played Lakeview in boys basketball, and it was the first league game. In St. Clair in the new gym. Hey, Lakeview's been a pretty good team the last couple years. They were right in the mix until the end last year. So it was kind of a big game. We weren't there. I, I, I was off at, with another obligation, and Dennis was at P.H. Marysville. So in this game, it's the start of the second quarter, and they get the ball to Evan Trudeau on the baseline. He blows by two Lakeview guys. One guy fell down he blew by him so bad goes up and the sophomore goes up one hand dunks backboard it doesn't I mean it shatters but it's not like it went everywhere it it just cracked everywhere so it was broken but it wasn't like glass went flying everywhere um it was a nice dunk now what he didn't like tomahawk it it wasn't a Shaquille O'Neal break the rim dunk but he still broke the backboard and it's something that the only time I've ever seen anything, it was in practice. There was a video of Connor McKenzie from Armada doing it like three years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's in practice. That's not in the flow of a game. So St. Clair, their backboard is broken. I believe the score was 15-4 to when Evan Trudeau broke the backboard. So let's just put on our simple thinking hats here. St. Clair has a new gym. There is another gym about 200 feet away where they played for 60 years, where Lakeview had come up year over year and played in. So the simple solution, the solution that makes sense is, oh, okay, we're going to take 15 minutes, make sure the floor is clean, pull out the bleachers, and we're going to be good to go. It's a the friggin' gym, how much work needs to be done to it. Make, <laughs> make sure gym class didn't spill water on the floor and you're good. Mooney's JV was playing in there. Yale's JV girls were playing in there earlier in the week. So I know it's fit to be played in. But apparently, that just wasn't going to fly for Lakeview. Apparently, that wasn't, that wasn't uh, up to snuff for them. That... They refused to go play in the other gym, one that they played in last year, and they played in the year before that, and they played in countless times before then. So, and which is actually, in our opinion, better than the gym they play well, in at I, their school. I'm going to get to that <laughs> because they play in a basement dungeon, and yeah, it. We'll get to that in a second. So, Lakeview is one of the MAC teams. If you ever talk to a MAC team from down 94 in, in Wayne County or Southern Macomb County. They hate coming up here, and I, Lakeview and Madison don't like that they have four trips up here for Marine City, St. Clair, Marysville, and PH. So why are you going back down now that you have to come up? Is it because St. Clair was smacking you around and you couldn't do anything and a sophomore was dunking on you and you took away Braylon Franz, tried to beat him up, but they had another sophomore that was doing this to you that had 10 points. Is it just bad gamesmanship or is it because I, I, I don't know, but it is the softest move I have ever seen. Listen, I'm all for getting every little advantage you can. I'm all for trying to tip the scales in your favor. Hey, I, you know St. Clair's a good team. So you're going to try to get the edge. You're playing like, like dog bleat. You've scored four points in nine minutes of basketball. But go to the other gym. It's right there. You're going to drive 45 minutes home to come back and play three quarters of a game because the old gym that compared to – your dungeon of a gym looks like Little Caesars Arena. Oh, by the way, Lake. You want to talk about messing up building a new gym? Lakeview builds an aux gym and puts like four folding chairs in there, and it's beautiful. But it's 
the size of the court and no one can ever play in it. So they have to play in this gym that looks like it was built in 1943. It's terrible. Probably was. It's terrible. <laughs> and I just you why are you not finishing that game? You really think you going home and coming back probably six, seven, eight weeks later is going to make a difference? Really? It might. Really? Really? It just, I heard it. It pissed me off. I, I don't understand why you couldn't just go over there. I, and... I'll just call it what it is. You knew you were getting your ass kicked, and you're hoping to re-roll the dice in a few weeks. That's what it was. That's the, bottom, that's the it, bottom line. Because if you play this game, St. Clair drops a 70-burger on you, and you leave with your tail between the le- your legs, and you're hoping that you can figure something out in, in the time between now and then, and that's all it is. I don't want to hear, oh, well, it was a player safety or we didn't know how long it would take to warm up. It takes a hell of a lo- lot longer to drive to St. Clair Shores and back. It takes a hell of a lot longer to do that. Yeah, it, here's my, my thing with it, uh, and, and I uh, agree wholeheartedly on the, uh, the fact that the bottom line was Lakeview was playing poorly. Coach kind of sensed that maybe they weren't going to get it back uh, at any point during the game and that he was going to get shelled, and he didn't want that. So that's why they went home because he'll take his chances, like you say. Whenever they reschedule the game, he'll come back and hope that they play better and that they can come back. Um, well, and, I mean, and if the game kept the going game. on, they were going to have to come back up in June and give Evan his Father's Day presents because they were he was owning them in the first nine minutes. <laughs> But, again, he gets to stop that because maybe Evan's not on the next time they meet. Uh, and, maybe guys are missing. Yeah, they, I, I you're mean, hoping for the you, re-roll of the dice. You, you don't it's know. Bush League. And, it is soft. It's he, Bush League. And it's okay. If this happened at Marysville, their aux gym, the floor's fine, but it's really tiny. You're not going to move everyone in there. Okay, I get it. PH, Northern. I get all those places. You have a gym that hosted basketball for over a half a century right down the hallway. Just go in there. It's not rocket science. You're being difficult to be difficult. And now if I'm St. Clair, whenever they come back up, and I'm going to make sure over every family member's grave they come back up and finish this game, I'm not letting them weasel their way out of this one. I am giving every single student extra credit to show up to this game. I am going to make this the worst experience as a visiting team possible. I am going to get this student section all riled up. I want them I want them to come up and it just to be hell for them. That's what I, I would be free admission. Hey, you get extra credit in your PE class. Um, oh, you want to make signs? Here you go. Here, here's a here's a marker and poster board. Go nuts. Oh, we're gonna move the student section to the other side behind the the, the Lakeview bench. Oopsie, it was special day. Or I'd be extra petty and I make sure there's something ro- wrong with the new gym, and then you end up playing in the old gym anyway. You're really sour about this. Because it's just so Bush League, and the sad part is, if it was any other team that came up here and did it, I probably wouldn't have this reaction. But it's just so on brand for that program. Well, I mean, again, I'm, you know that he did it because if they're up 15-4, to four, he wants to finish that game. Yeah. If they're up 15-4 to four and shoot, a- shooting the lights out, they're in that next gym going, we don't need to warm up, let's go. Right. Let's go now. And they weren't asking to go into St. Clair, their old aux gym that's literally the size of the court that you can barely fit the benches on. No, they. it just, as soon as I saw that, it just made it, it made my blood boil. My thing is, is the, to, the, to the coach and the AD, because I think he was involved in this too, um, I make them foot the bill for the next bus ride up. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, not because if, if I'm the school, I'm like, wait a minute, 
You mean you were there and you didn't finish the game? That that would be me. Right. Because if, if I'm an administrator, right. yes, I care about the sports and all of that, but it's one boys basketball game out of 22 that well, you play. Out of 66, because – the freshman or JVB are going back with you. The J, the other JV team isn't going back with you. You're selling me because you're being stubborn. I have you have to foot the bill to drive. I call it a hundred miles round trip. It's, for, uh, and it's it's like it's a it's a hassle for scheduling. It's a hassle for officials these days. Um, it, it don't have an abundance of it's those. Just a, it's just a hassle that doesn't need to be hassled and you're only doing it because you were losing my stance on it make them forfeit the game oh i'd be complaining to the state up and down now i think technically like if you want to get into the legalese about it and look at the rules oh, i'm sure there's all kinds of I, stupid rules made I by think, people who don't play i think <laughs> they were technically within their right to do it I don't think Lakeview technically did anything wrong. But just because you're technically right doesn't mean you're not a bleep hole. <laughs> like that. And that's not to also mention in a completely separate issue, you're a school of 1,500 kids getting bodied by a school of about seven. Well, now you're just being mean. I am being um, mean because that. And as far as the backboard situation, I mean, that can happen at any time. Anywhere, um, so to say. Well, they should. It's a new gym. They should have a good backboard. That backboard could have been faulty. It, it's and a nobody fluke know thing. about it. It's it's a fluke thing. But go to the other gym and yeah. finish the damn game, because you're right, Dennis. If it's twenty to seven, Lakeview's up. They're playing that game. The the the, the and, and he's class hasn't finished shattering. Yeah, and and, and he's complaining that it's not getting started fast enough because his team is red hot. Right. No, so. it's it's gamesmanship, but it's just it feels slimy. You can't give me unless you walked into the gym and the floors warped or there's a, a I don't know. There's no reason not to go to the other gym. Yeah. Again, if it was at Marysville where their aux gym is tiny, it's meant to hold JV games. I get it. If it's any other spot, I get it. But St. Clair had been hosting games in that gym for 60 years. Yeah, it's, it's a functional gym. It's it, got seating so that thing, anybody who was at the game. It holds more than yeah. the new gym. So capacity sure as hell isn't an issue for the 20 fans you brought up from St. Clair Shores. I hope they did bring 20 because that's, that's good travel. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Bra now Brady's bitter. What I, else do you want to say about this? Because let's talk about the games that actually got played. <laughs> <laughs> that I am throwing out a mandate to St. Clair boys basketball that you do not lose to Lakeview the rest of the year. <laughs> Forever. Yes. Well, just it, just this year. Forever's a long time. I know. Go 2-0. Oh. Okay. All, also, all the other Max Silver teams have that too now too, as well. Oh, so you don't want Lakeview to win another no, eight, eight, no. Max Silver game? No, 8-0. No. What about crossovers? Well, they can win a crossover. Well, if they play Northern, they're going to get bodied, so... That's the only crossover for a local team I'd have to worry about. And even if you want to throw New Haven in there, New Haven would beat them by 40. Okay. So I don't have to worry about the crossovers. What about Lincoln? Pfft. Schedule? No, he'd find something. He'd like. He'd find some reason not to play that game. I was, um, okay, so Lincoln's good. But when I saw this score, I was shocked. Yeah, I... <sighs> I knew so. Northern played Lincoln. Lincoln won eighty to forty six. I knew Lincoln was good. I was a little sad that it was a thirty five point whooping. Like I knew Northern could go down there and they could get beat if they lost by twenty. You go all right. Lincoln's really good. And again, you must have just saw Lincoln on a slow day or Gross Point yeah, South played them really I, well. I saw Lincoln play at the Centerline event, and, yeah, they were good. Like, I'm not saying, oh, Lincoln's awful. No, Lincoln was good. I just didn't go away going, that state championship good. They they It was kind of a lazy game, and they actually didn't turn it on until the fourth quarter. They were losing the whole game until the fourth quarter. And then they turned it on, and, and they won the game. And, and it's and it's like, 
I just walked out not really wowed or impressed like you normally are when you see a good team and you go, yeah, they're a good well, team. They, they got a chance. They must have heard that, and then they, they put in the hurt on Northern. And I want to put everything in perspective. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last show. I know I talked to you about it. But Northern, even in Tyler's sophomore year, was not this dominant power. They were not this team that never lost. That was only really last year was the, in the year before in league, but they had some losses out of league two years ago. Um, so it's not unprecedented for Northern to take one on the chin. I want to go back. It was the 2020-21 season, our first year doing this. I remember going to a game at Northern, and East Point came to town. And they beat him 83-53. to 53. And a young man by the name of Tayshawn Trent, who was up for Mr. Football, I think had 30-some points. And if the backboards weren't sturdy at Northern, he would have broke a backboard <laughs> the way he was dunking and just ran him off the floor. So it's not as if I'm going to throw up the panic flag or the, the, the red flag and get worried. Am I disappointed they got run off the floor? Yes. But Lincoln might be a state title team. I'm more curious about how this young team bounces back. How do they handle going through it? Because they didn't have much adversity last year in the loss column. They played a few games without Tyler. They, They had a couple close games, but... They never really had to... Yeah, they had one game at home last year, and I can't remember who it was, but they kind of took it on the, the chin. But other than that, the, they were pretty solid all year long. I thought when the season began... Ike. Uh, Ike uh, beat them in the MAC tournament. Yeah. I, I, I they mean, had bad luck in the MAC tournament. A 34-point loss I didn't see coming. However, I did think there were going to be moments when they would be tested, and when they would have... I didn't think they were going to be invincible this year. This is a good group. But again, they're sophomores, and they don't have the safety net of Tyler. I thought they'd go through it. And for me, it's it's less about what they're doing right now and more about what they're doing at the end of the, the season. Because use the season to get good, to mm-hmm. learn, to grow to be junior-level players by the time you're to the district and, and and then blossom and excel because nobody's going to remember the regular season if you win a district. Right. So I just want to see how they respond. Do they get down on themselves? Because they have a very winnable game against Gross Point North this week, a very winnable league game tomorrow. Hey, take that one at home and bounce back, put the Lincoln game behind you because Lincoln's going to do that to a lot of teams. Yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll be at that uh, that game when they play Gross Point North, so I'll get to see firsthand how they react and, and how they respond um, to to that loss. All right, what other Matt game do you want to go to next? The one All you right. were at? Yeah, P- PH and Marysville um, met on Friday, and I'm just going to say it flat out. After the first 60 seconds, Marys, uh, Marysville got off to a great start. They, they hit a three on their first possession. They got a and one on their second possession. They're up six to nothing before anybody had sat down in their seats. Jim's going crazy, I bet. For the rest of that ball game, it was all PH all the time. They dominated. Um, and that's as nice a way as I can put it. Marysville just couldn't get anything done. They, they, they couldn't get stops. PH, I know everybody telling me PH can't shoot in that gym. They shot the lights out. Well, um, yeah, because I sent a text to Coach Rosenaub just joking with him about that. But hold on. As you talk, I'm going to go through and give you the point totals they had in that gym over the last, like, five years. Jackson Rowe knocked down four threes. Garrett James knocked down two threes. Jaden Carswell knocked down a three. They scored 66 points in this game. One, two, three. They had four free throws, so 62 points. They were knocking down shots from everywhere. James had 17. Trayvon Thompson had 16. Rowe had 14. 
Jovan Foy had eight points. Carswell had uh, eight uh, points. Noah Adams had a bucket, and uh, Tristan Woodson had their other point. Uh, so they, they had five guys with eight or more, which is really good in a high school basketball game. Yes. That'd be really good in a Piston game if they could get five <laughs> guys with eight or more. Uh, they, they were absolutely on it. They out-rebounded Marysville. They out-everything Marysville. They put pressure on the Vikings, and the Vikings just really struggled with it. After going up 6 nothing. Marysville got beat 21-4 to the rest of the first quarter, and they were down 21-10. After the first, it was 37-22 at the half. It was 59-34 after three. Uh, and then in the fourth uh, quarter, both teams kind of emptied the benches. And I will say this, the, uh, the the kids that got in for Marysville kept scrapping, and they actually won the fourth uh, quarter. But, I mean, it, it just it, it was not a good night. For Marysville, Mackay Radford had nine points, but it was a quiet nine points. Haran had nine points. Again, it's kind of a quiet nine points. I thought R.J. Clark played well. R.J. Clark gave him eight points. Usually on a night when R.J. gives them eight points, things are going good for Marysville. Right. But, I, but I think it, it, it's part of P.H. doesn't really have that big-time post presence yet. They're kind of working on Woodson. And in the time being, it's it's kind of Carswell it, will try to do yeah, some things, but but get in the paint by committee, mm-hmm. uh, you know, defensively and offensively. Um, and it, it was just it wasn't a, a great night. Uh, and and Marysville, they only scored one point from the free throw line. So I don't know they that don't, I've they ever don't score had a lot a game. of. They don't get to the free throw line a lot as is, but um, but so, I mean they did shoot. Poor. So I, I, but Mary's there was a 112 points scored in this game, and there were five points scored from free throws. That's so actually weird. fun basketball, though. Yeah. Um, so Marysville and PH have played every year since the 18-19 season. In Marysville, PH is, before this year, their high watermark, their biggest offensive explosion was 50 points, and they were held under 40 in three of the five games. So they had struggled to score in Marysville, and when they won, it was because they held Marysville to less, not because they outscored them. So, yes, this was the outlier because PH just had not scored in that gym for basically a decade. Yeah, well, they, they put up 59 in the first three quarters. They had a 21-point first quarter, 22-point third quarter, 16 in between. Um, and, uh, I, you know, again – uh, they only scored seven in the fourth, but they gave a lot of playing time to a lot of uh, different guys who, to that point, hadn't played a whole lot in the game. Or they they could have easily scored 75 points in this game. They, they were having a good night. That was a much-needed win for the Red Hawks because it's their first of the season. Well, and I asked you this the um, the day or the night after when I called you on my ride home. I said, is was that just an effect of PH was playing some really good teams and they were sped up and Marysville just wasn't quite at that speed? You know, I'm, I'm looking at it, though, and going, okay. Uh, and this this was at the, uh, the time before the game started, so the records may have changed Friday night. Mm-hmm. They're not updated, but Croslex, 3-1. They lost that game by 14. Clintondale, we laugh about Clinton. Clintondale's 4-0. Going uh, going into play Friday night, and and they only lost by two in overtime. Right. Um, Yale four and zero going into Friday night. That was a ten point game at Yale. New Haven five and zero. And in t- the first B cam rankings, they're number four in D three. Yeah. Uh, and so Sterling Heights was the only soft team that they'd played all year, and they went to Sterling Heights, and that's the game they won, and they whipped them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, their their opponents. 17 and 5 going into to Friday night. Um you know, and, and it and was it was much wasn't as much of Mary's that wasn't playing good competition as Port Eon was playing really solid competition with Centerline Romeo and Northern. Yeah. Uh, and actually Romeo's got a losing record. They're 2 and 4, but they play in a tough league. You also know they're losing to, to they, yeah. They're not losing to 
to Sterling Heights is of the world. No, they're they're losing to you know Lincoln and mm. New Haven and uh, but yeah, Centerline was two and zero oh and uh, Northern was three and one going into Friday night. They're three and two now, but I mean, it, it was uh, I I just for that night. PH was the was the better team. They just played a. I won't say they played a perfect game, but for them, they played an almost perfect game. They showed you what their ceiling can be. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and and again, I didn't like sit there going, ah, Marysville, this this is terrible. They had the by quarter, they had 10, 12, 12, and twelve points. It's pretty consistent. They just couldn't stop PH. They just couldn't stop PH. All right. Uh, Last Max Silver game, the Mariners go on the road and get a win, 47-44 over Madison Heights. Love Madison. when I call a, call a result. Yes. I didn't call the score, but I said Mar- Marine and City how about will win this, this game. Danny Vandeviver drops 21. Liam Adams double-double, 12 points, 13 rebounds. That's a winning formula. Yeah, that's a really – and Vandeviver's that kind of a, a player. He's kind of a streaky guy. You might catch him one night and he'll jack up nine th- Three and up with make five points. One, uh, and then you'll catch him on another night where he'll jack up nine threes, and six of them will go in. And it was a good shooting night for Vandevivers. Mariners go on the road and get a nice win over Madison. They, they needed this. Um, I like this. So we'll get to see them later this week when they play at Thursday. Richmond. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very interested in this game. And I think uh, Marine City may be playing with a little bit of moxie now. Yeah. They they can walk in and go. All right, we we got ourselves a. We're gonna you're gonna have yourselves a ball game. Well, you know, a, a, a win and some confidence. We talk about it all the time. Make some baskets, and all of a sudden you're a scorer, right? You know, and and it's about confidence. And in high school sports, more than anywhere else, teams that feel like they can win usually get it done, mm-hmm. even if they're not good. I, I've had so many people tell me. That Marysville football weren't as good. That was Denny White's old line. Yeah, you always say, it's, "Well, it's, Marysville football is not that good." They just don't know they're not. Yeah, that good. yeah, because because Walton, Jim Vina, had them believing that they couldn't be beat, and so they might not be the best team in the world, but I'll be damned, nobody could beat them. Right. So confidence can be big. A couple of max scores then. You want to take a break, and then we'll go to the BWAC because we spent a lot of time with me yelling about Yeah, that's, that's fine. Well, I mean, there isn't a whole lot of, of girls' basketball, and there's hockey that I'm going to reluctantly talk about. But. <laughs> it was not a good weekend on the ice. <laughs> no. um, New Haven beat Gross Point North 68-57. Cousin O beat Anchor Bay 63-41. All right, we'll take a break. We'll do the BWAC uh, scores and, uh, and get the girls' games in there as well in our next segment. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. 
We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Welcome uh, back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Get Stuck on Sports podcast. So we've gone through the Mac Boys games, and uh, now uh, let's uh, hit the uh, the BWAC and, uh, and farther uh, north. And we're going to start uh, with a team that I'm going to see tonight but that we think is pretty good, and this result didn't surprise us. Emily City puts up 72 on Algonac and wins easily, 72-28 in their league opener. Yeah, I mean, Alma or Algonac is struggling. In the win, Xander Nash had another 24 points. Uh, Landon Jones had 13, Isaac Summer with 12, and Jack Siegler with 11. So you get four guys in double figures. I'm going to guess Nash did the majority of his work early. Yeah. And you took I'm care of it. Sure, team. he didn't play in the second half, or if he did, it was limited. Um, but he, yeah, took care of things early. And Emily City did what they were supposed to do. I'm excited that you get to see see them in person tonight against Flint International. Yeah, and, and uh, we'll, we'll see what the, the well. Some sites call them the Phoenix, and some sites call them something different. But um, they were what they were the, the state Fe- have they were the Phoenix when they played Marine City Cardinal Mooney in the playoffs. <laughs> So, and that was from them. Let's see what. Uh, sorry, I'm bouncing around right now. Because um, do I don't know things. how good Flint International they are. Three and zero. They have beaten Berthet, Burton, Atherton, Badaxe, and Flint New Standards. So I don't know how good those three wins. I don't think Flint New Standards very good, but I mean I've at least heard of the other two programs. <laughs> yes, this has them listed as the Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so MLA city plays them, uh, tonight and the, uh, the Spartans have been really good so far. So, uh, I'm intrigued to see what they look like in person. Uh, Elmont beats Armada 57 to 47. So they get another win. They, they did what they needed to do. And it was the, their, oh, it was like their purple out their cancer game at Armada. So it was a tough environment to go into. It was, uh, that when I think we've both been at their Armada for that game and it gets pretty full. Yeah. So that's a nice win for Almont. So North Branch gets what on paper looks like a very nice win. I'm not taking anything away from North 39 Branch. 39 Crosslex, but I'm now you're telling me that more There's, guys are hurt. Th- yeah. Um, Franzel got hurt in the game. They were already down Saunders and Espinoza. But you know what? If you're North Branch, sorry. I don't care. Go in there, a 47-39 win. Giovanni Travis had 12. Logan Doherty had uh, 8, and Bickle and, and Rashow had 6. North Branch is 5-0. and Yeah. And they went to Cross-Lex and, win, and got a win. Yeah, is Cross-Lex hurt? Yes. But if I'm North Branch, I'm, you say it all the time, it's not who you play no, sometimes, I, I, it's when it's you when play. It's when you play them, and, and I'm happy that they got the win. I'm happy that they're 5-0, and oh, but I'm going to hold off before I crown them champions of the oh, league I'm not or crowning say them that champions. they're one of the – 
people are contending for the league. But yeah, I, they have a seat at the dinner table now. They have a seat. And as for Croslex, I'm not – no, they are not what they are last year, and injuries have hit them hard. But, again, no one cares. Like, it, it's part of sports. No one cares. Um, I care. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I want to see everybody at their best. Don't dance on Croslex's grave yet because, hey, they're hurt at the beginning of the year. And if they start to get guys back around the new year, don't be surprised if they get everyone back, get it together, start to figure it out and make a run. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, hey, don't don't ring the church bells. King isn't dead quite yet. Now, I, I will ring the bell for Yale because I do think Yale's legit um, because I don't think Richmond is terrible, but Yale made him look bad. 72 to 34. Uh, and, and I think, the again, the, the, the Bulldogs have a lot of different ways that they can get you at you. I think this one was cathartic for Yale. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not the same Richmond team, but that's a place that every, literally everyone in the BWAC over the last two years has gone into and lost. Yeah. And you go in there and just unload. Yeah. Has to, it, it, it has to feel good. But, I mean, they can beat you outside. They can beat you inside. They can beat you with good defense. So, Yale's 5-0. and Yeah. So, if, it, if we just didn't have one stupid half-court shot, we'd have three undefeated teams at the top of the BWAC, <laughs> and it'd be a lot of fun as we get ready for the new year. Half-court shots happen. They do. Can't take it away. We all know that it was a fluke, uh, and it doesn't make me feel any less about him. But, yeah, I mean, that – I, that, I, actually, that's a the, pummeling by Yale. The MLA City Yale game is the one that's got me most peaked. I believe for when they get MLA together and City play. City comes out of the uh, yeah. This is MLA City right out of the new year. Home to Croslex at Yale. That, that, that's, How about that week? That's We're going to be following week. the Spartans. And, and and believe me, if if Croslex is limping into that game. Emily City's going to be just salivating. Oh, they you want to <laughs> talk about be having some demons to exercise. I don't know if anyone outside of maybe our made up, they always played them tough, but if anyone was it felt like Croslex was more in the head of anyone but Emily City. Cuz you saw them play a few times and they'd play a good first half and, yeah. few, and then the dam would break and it they it would be a thirty point game. Yeah. Where Armada a couple times had Croslex on the ropes. It you was know, the our, opposite. Our, Armada the one year played them really tough in Croslex. They yeah. got blown out at home, but they played them really tough in Croslex, and then they uh, they didn't get them in in the final, or did they get them in the final? No, they next did year in the district. Yeah, that's, they got. Oh, they played them in the finals, yeah. and that was when Croslex was like at the peak of their powers, and it was like twenty like. Armada scored on the first possession to make it two nothing, and I think the first quarter ended twenty eight to two. Yeah. So, and then uh, last year the the first game went to overtime, and Armada had all kinds of chances mm-hmm. to win it, and Crosslex won the game. Um, so the, they had a, a history of close but no cigar. But uh, you want to talk about a fun stretch for BWAC uh, a BWAC team? Here's Yale's next four. Home to Harbor Beach this Friday, or not Friday, tomorrow. Beach is good. That's a fun one. Home to Utica Ford on uh, Friday. Ford is tough. PH at the SC4 Showcase. PH can play. Out of the break at North Branch to kick off the new year. And then host MLA City at the end of that week. So the next five are really fun for Yale, and this is this is a stretch where, hey, if you're Yale and you want everyone to talk about you as the top dog, no pun intended, you go four and one in that stretch, and you announce that, hey, we're here, we're we're on top because you're gonna get a chance to play the two teams that are also unbeaten in your league, right there, right away. All right, so I'm I'm gonna circle the Yale North Branch game, and that's when I'll make my decision on North Branch. All right, fair. Uh, well, let, uh, let me just check North Branch, see if they have a yeah, test In between, I'm that. sure they've got games. They're at Flint Powers. 
if they go to Flint Powers and and beat a five and zero Powers team, I think you can. I would be impressed by that. I think that's a that's the test right there. Now they can go there, and if they lose by fifteen, I'm not going to suddenly take my saddle off the Broncos. But no, if they go there and win, now I'm going. Oh, they're good. Good. What if they get slaughtered? Then I'm going to have to wait for the Yale game. <laughs> Then that's going to be I'm, the one. I'm going to let Flint you, Powers might be really good. Uh, I'm I'm going to let you have fun and go out in the field and ride that Bronco, um, uh, because they're five and zero. And so yeah, Sandusky beat USA fifty-two to forty-three. Harbor Beach beat Brown City sixty-two to fifty, and Ubley beat Memphis sixty-eight to twenty-four. And that was all the boys' games on Friday. There was one game Saturday. Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart holds off Cardinal Mooney 65-53, to and that was up in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, Cardinals couldn't get the win on their road trip this year. Yeah, that's because I didn't go this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, your fault. It is. I went. The, the Hackett was good, and they played a great game, and I think they were surprised to win that game, but it, it kind of turned their season around last year. All right, some girls basketball. Uh, from uh, Friday night, uh, Armada beats Elmont in the uh, BWAC. 59-27 to was the final in this one. I do like this Armada team. I just wonder, like, because they, they, they don't have a lot of players. So I, I worry about the, the, the six, seven people that play getting run down well, by the end of the, the season. But I like this like team. A, another one of their uh, competitors, Yale, has about – I think eight or nine girls rostered in the one night I saw them only had seven or eight dressed. Yeah. So not a lot of teams have a lot of depth. I waited a long time for this score, but Flint Carmen Ainsworth beat Yale 41 to 37. They, they finally That's posted it like for three days after the <laughs> game was played. Um, but uh, yeah, and Yale was competitive because we looked up at Carmen Ainsworth was pretty solid. So uh, I'm, I'm still high on the Yale girls. Yale basketball right now, boys and girls. Buy stock. Yeah, buy it's stock. It's already pretty expensive. <laughs> uh, Deckerville beat Carsonville, Port Sandlack, 51-21. to Dryden over New Haven Merritt, 52-10. to And Owen Gage beats the Peck girls, 37-27. to And that is basketball, Brady, unless that you got it, something to add I've to it. I've got nothing to add to it um, besides that. Jim Weimer tournament this week. Yes. And that's going to be very interesting. We're both going to get a chance to see those teams in action. Uh, but it's a great event. Glad it is an annual event. And this year it has more intrigue than I think it's ever had, at least for me. Like, we're all four teams, I think, could conceivably win the thing. Well, and you know your matchups. That, yes. It starts tonight, so you know you're going to see P.H. St. Clair. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I think is the, you know, it, it, it's, it's the, the, the battle of the bigs for me in this it, one. Yeah. That's a race to 35. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe 30. And then the one that I'm really interested to see how it goes is Marysville and Northern because both I, teams I kind of need it. I think both teams kind of need it. And I think there are arguments you could make for both teams of why I think they're going to win or lose tonight. Yes. So that'll be a fun one. and again, I'll be very disappointed if that is not a good game. Right. Oh, me too. Um, and, again, a great event uh, to honor Jim Weimer. It's, uh, he kind of was the – his philosophy was kind of the basis behind what we do. Yeah. He just kind of copied how he ran the Times-Herald and just took it to a different medium. Yeah. Uh, Miss Jim and – He is – Sometimes, you know – you you're, you're, you find yourself still looking for him at games, right? Because you're like, "Oh, Jim will be at this." Game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he, like he, uh, if you ever go to SC four and you're at that gym, he wasn't the sole reason, but he had a lot to do with one. The holiday showcase was his baby. That was what he did. Um, and because he, was, he knew so many people, he had oh, access to so many teams. He didn't have to. Yeah, he just would call people and go, "Do do do." All right, yeah, you're coming. Boom. And that's why you'd get some kick-ass matchups in yep. there. Um, but, yeah, he he is probably number one on people we were never able to get on as a guest picker that I wish we would have. Yeah. 
because he would have been like one of the first ones we would have ever asked. Oh, absolutely. And he would have killed it. <laughs> so it's uh it's always a, a neat event to to honor him and it's uh I think he he would really m- very much like the way it goes having yeah. four local teams playing in a tournament every I, year. I think he'd be very humbled to having a tournament named after him. Should have should have more than just a tournament named after him. Yeah. With the legacy he has. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a, a break, and uh, then we'll uh, talk some uh, hockey here on a Monday. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome uh, back. All right, it was a rough weekend for, for hockey. It started with a couple of games on Friday. Thumb Legion was playing their third game in three nights. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough on the old legs. Yeah, uh, they lost at home to Gladwin 5 to nothing. Anchor Bay was somewhere in Bay City playing in a tournament. They did win Friday 3 nothing over Wald Lake Western or whatever they're called. 
um, because they have like four different names. Uh, and then uh, the next day they lost to Ann Arbor Skyline 5-1, to one, and that was probably the closest uh, game of the day for anybody. Yeah, it was not not good. Moments of promise, but they were fleeting. Well, uh, I did uh, three games. Started at McMorrin. The game, uh, the first game was uh, Utica against uh, Port Huron Unified. Utica ended up winning the game uh, nine to one. They were up three nothing after one. PH, uh, and and this is the the problem with them only having the nine skaters. They start out every game that I see pretty solid. I mean, this is a scoreless hockey game until the ten minute mark, and then Utica gets one. And then you kind of get the natural of, oh, yeah. And then you almost feel you have to play a perfect game. And when the first thing goes wrong, it's hard not to slump the shoulders a bit. So it's 3 nothing after one. They got outshot 15-3 in the first period. Uh, they're down 5 to nothing, but got a really nice goal from uh, Joey Gilbert. It, it was kind of... Part of it was lucky, but part of it was it was a really great shot. The lucky part was Gavin Cordy took a shot that got blocked, and it caromed right over to where Joey was standing in the left faceoff circle, and he just whistled it uh, under the uh, the bar. So it was actually a really good goal, but it was all that PH would uh, get. Utica was up seven to one after two, uh, and added uh, two more in the third to win the game nine to one. Uh, and PH is still winless on the uh, the season. Game two, this was weird. Okay, I've seen a lot of hockey, Brady, but we started the game with Jack Moran scores for St. Mary's 27 seconds into the game, and it's one nothing. Okay, I- I've seen goals in the opening right. minute before. That's nothing new. 41 seconds into the game, it's two to nothing. That's a bit more odd. So two goals in 14 seconds in the opening minute of play. You're you're down 41 seconds into the game, 2-0. It's 2-2 at the end of the first period. Um, Bryson Smith got a power play goal, uh, and then he scored right off of a faceoff. And before the the game was, uh, again, 10 minutes old, it's tied at 2. So you're thinking, oh, all right. Northern's figured it out. They've settled it down. They played a good second half to the first uh, period. We're going to have a game. And again, it's 2-2 two to two until the nine-minute mark of the second period. So a fairly even start to the middle frame. Yeah. Uh, and then St. Mary's gets a goal to go up 3-2. to two. I'm still writing down in my book the goal. And I hear, yeah, woohoo! And I look up. And St. Mary's is saying they've scored a goal. Northern is saying, we heard a whistle. It was offside. The officials gather, talk about it, and decide it's a goal. So nine seconds apart, two goals out of nowhere, make it a 4-2 game. So you have no clue. I caught it. I, I looked up, and I saw the shot going into the net. But I, too, thought I'd heard a whistle. Maybe I didn't. Maybe, Maybe it was from the stand. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it, but I, I thought what happened is there was a whistle, and um, Evan Alcomo kind of eased up on on the play. He should have still stopped the puck, right? You know, but it it went in, and that made it four to two. And we went into the third period, and St. Mary scored just thirty five seconds into the third to go up five to two. Then they had another situation where they got uh, two goals in 13 seconds, and now it's a runaway. Right. And it ended up being 9-2. to St. Mary scored five in the uh, the third to make what was, for, the, for two periods, a close hockey game look like not a close hockey game. Um, and, and this was, was it just they ran out of gas, or St. Uh, I mean, Mary's is good and it Saint, just finally showed? St. Mary's is good. Okay, they're eight and two on the season uh, for for what's that worth. They also had sixty two shots on goal in this game. That's a lot of they shots. They outshot on Northern sixty two to nineteen. They had twenty eight shots in the third when they scored their five goals. 
So Alcomo played, despite giving up, what, nine goals? Yeah. Played all right? He made 53 saves. Um, when you give up nine goals, there's one or two that, that you'd like to have back. But I, I think but when you're getting, I mean, you said the, how many total shots was it? 62. So you're getting a shot every, like, 45 seconds, basically. Yeah. On average. It's, it's, it, 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 was, it was a busy day, but uh, St. Mary's is solid. Smith had both uh, goals for the Huskies uh, in that one. So then I got in the car, shot over to Suburban Ice Arena for the 6 o'clock Marysville game that didn't start until like 6.20, and not because there was another game, but because there was a Christmas ice skating performance going on in the uh, the rink. I'm sure you were just thrilled oh, with that. Oh, yeah. I, I said, I'll dress up as the Grinch if you need another <laughs> skater out there. Um, it's but, been a long uh, day. It, it actually it, it helped me get in there and get set up with, like, no hassles. Right. there was nobody at the door. They were letting people in to watch the figure right. skaters figure skate. So I got all set up in my spot and was fine. Uh, and, uh, again, Marysville had, uh, I think, 12 skaters. But they really, right from the start of the game, they shortened the bench. And uh, the the one thing about Suburban is, like, they don't keep shots on goal and they don't announce shots right. on goal. So, But I, I just felt like Marysville dominated the first period, had half-dozen great scoring opportunities, and couldn't sink a putt. And they're down 2 nothing at the end of one, and... I really thought they didn't play. And, and the backbreaker was the second goal came with seven seconds left in the period. Like, if you can get out of the first playing that well and you're down one to nothing, like, that's okay. Let's go get them. And then they started the, the second, and, again, pretty even. It's still 2 nothing until almost nine minutes into the period. And then Ike gets a goal on not a real good scoring chance. It, it looked like the puck went in off of somebody out in mm-hmm. front and kind of bounced over the goalie's shoulder. A win was playing goal for Marysville. So it's kind of fluky-looking goal. So now all of a sudden, Marysville's not playing bad hockey, but they're down three to nothing. And and, and I'm just kind of, you know, I've seen games like this before where you're, you're not getting bounces, um, you're getting chances, but you just can't find it. And then all of a sudden, Ben LaValle pops a goal, and it's three to one. Which that was his hundredth point, wasn't it? Hundredth point, yeah. That's uh, not a that's not a easy milestone. So congrats. It, and it was a beautiful goal. Uh, great uh, pass from uh, Luke Thick uh, to Lavalle cutting in, and then he put it right up under the bar. And then Camden Smith scored a a, a goal, and now it's three to two after two. And you're like, all right, Marysville's figured it out. Puck starting to go in now. I have a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there watching the resurface uh, between the second and third going, I, I think Marysville's going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Ike had different ideas because they came out and the third period was their best. And like I say, Marysville was, was going two lines and 3D all night long. And as the period wore on and the further they got behind, they started looking gassed. To me, they, they, they just looked tired, um, and Ike got uh, two goals in the first 524 of the third. The last one was an empty net goal, so you can throw that one uh, out. But the final ended up being 6-2, to two, and I really thought in a 6-2 hockey game, Eisenhower played one good period, and it was enough for them to win by four goals. And it kind of left you uh, – you saw three hockey games, and they all left a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah, it was like, like just give me one team step up. Yeah, I mean, I, I I knew that Northern had a tough match with St. Mary's, but again, they were playing them tough for the first half of the game, and then what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, and then again, like I say, thought Marysville was the better team for two out of three periods, and they end up losing by four goals. So uh, you know, and the the Utica PH game, PH kept it close for the first half of the first period, and then Utica got rolling, and right, you know. PH is in a very bad situation um, where they just they don't have enough guys. Um, so it is what it is, but it was a rough day of, of hockey uh, for a, a Saturday. 
Um, but it doesn't deter me because I'll go back and do more on Thursday. we got a doubleheader on Thursday. Absolutely. So tonight, again, I'll be at the Jim Weimer tournament. I believe the tentative start times are 6 and 7.30. There's two JV games before the 6 o'clock, so I'll subject to change. I'll get her going. Um, and then right after the first one ends, I'll get ready with the second. And then you are out in Emily City as Flint International comes into town. Yeah. Flint International against Emily City. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, Xander Nash, but also the other guy because they, they've had more than, like, Xander's been great. Right. But they've had other guys step up and be real good. And, and I, I just I want to get my, my eyeballs on this Emily City team so that when we talk about them, I can go, yeah, I saw them, and they this guy can do this, and this guy can do this. Right. So, uh, And then tomorrow, I won't be – up here, I'll actually be at Wayne State, but you'll be at Northern to see how they bounce back against Gross Point North. Yeah, I think that's a big game for uh, the the Huskies. Uh, that'll be a gut check. Yes, it will. All right, that's all I got. If that's all you that's got, that's all I got. See you Wednesday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.